ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, hello. Hello, everyone. Hope it was a wonderful weekend. The Mosley Show is up and running, and I assume Stephanie in sports will be ready to go for her uh, normal 408 segment as she moves into the um, studio there. And, of course, uh, Aaron Sexton at the helm as we get ready for a big day. And uh, we do have a lot of Aggies out there. We've got a lot of Longhorns. We will talk about the Aggies spring game. The Longhorns had a spring game as well. And then we'll be getting ready for Baylor's spring game. That is next Saturday. And, well, it's going to be a big day. Um, I'm uh, excited to be there for that. And then uh, Ward Whites and I will do a little pregame type uh, activity at about 11, from 11 to noon. And then um, before that, there'll be the big Baylor alumni cook-off, the barbecue cook-off. And brisket, boy, last year, steaks, it was quite a cook-off. And it involves the the Letterman's. Uh, the Letter Winners Association, the B Association, and uh, Walter and his crew. It's a really fun group. We've got Baylor alumni out there. We've got a lot of former players involved, former Baylor greats. And, uh, in fact, uh, Anthony Ray, uh, the man they call Papa, uh, won that thing last year, as I recall. And I think there's still maybe room for even more grillers to get involved. And we hope to have the winner on with us when we come on the air right around 11 a.m. out there from McLean Stadium. So I'm uh, I'm excited. I mean, spring game, it's tough to totally judge. You know, I noticed uh, at A&M, because of some things they're doing there at Kyle Field, I mean, they were, in, in, they were just purposely kept it to 65 yards of the uh, – of the field, and so you couldn't really, you couldn't, if you were going to return, have a, a long run the other way, it would kind of come to an end at the 40-yard line or whatever, 35-yard line. That will not be the clay, uh, the case at, at uh, McLean. And uh, that'll, be, that'll be fun as we get ready for that. Now, today, Aaron, big-time stuff. So the reason I brought up the Aggies spring game, I think they call that the maroon and white. Travis Brown, the uh, our insider for Texas A&M with the Eagle, <laughs> uh, is uh, going to be joining us today. He just won a big journalism award in the state of Texas, so that's kind of exciting. We'll congratulate him on that, and then we'll talk with him about everything that's going on. You know, this is something, Aaron, if you get a chance, pull up that that new Rangers uniforms, I'd kind of like to get Stephanie's take. You know, I'd like to get a female uh, perspective here in a little bit on what she thinks of that look. They are the city uniforms. They're going to unveil them coming up maybe 
this coming weekend, one of these weekends coming up, and then they're going to wear those every Friday, I believe. And what they were trying to tie in was, like, honor the Fort Worth Cats, the Dallas Eagles, sort of bringing Dallas and Fort Worth together. I guess poor Arlington, which has hosted the teams forever. Not really sure how they get represented, but they have a new – they have, like, a Texas – logo a different kind of logo they've got the piping on the side which is uh in the it looks like a rope for kind of the western thing so they've got kind of a a Fort Worth theme a Dallas theme it's all tied together and and we'll uh we may even put that on our Facebook or we'll send that we'll send something out on our uh, social media Aaron have you had an opportunity to check out the Rangers new and I think Coming up on one of these weekends, they're playing the Royals tonight, but they're going to have they're going to wear these uniforms on a Friday and Saturday. It's always a little weird when you put on a uniform that looks nothing like your jerseys. Like the red jerseys that they've worn a lot on Fridays in the past are going away, at least for the time being. They're going away. These are the new city uniforms until they come up with a new design in two thousand. 26 but boy this has been getting a lot of uh a lot of play on social media today so find your facebook look at the tech find texas rangers or uh or twitter and and see what you think about that aaron have you checked out the new rangers uniforms i have i'm like looks like the rice uniforms i don't know i don't think i'm a big fan and it looks a little well, bit like the Detroit Lions, except for the, except for the, red numbers. Yeah. Now you're saying the color of it because they're calling this dark blue. The pants almost look black. I think they would actually be navy blue or what they're calling. Sky. What is that? What kind of blue is that? But you're right. That I did think of the Tigers on the ball cap. Uh, and, and, of course, the famous script of the D for Detroit. I Man, I it, it, and the script on this is some kind of combination. I guess that's a T, but they're trying to kind of honor these other things. Now, I'm all for honoring the past and the history of baseball, and, and part of it is, Aaron, on, like, the inside collar, it's going to have – the year that they play or the game, I think, in fact, I think the anniversary was like April 17th or something for the first ever baseball game that was played in the state of Texas. And Aaron, that's also, I think maybe coincides with like San Jacinto day. Maybe that was the first ever baseball game in Texas was played. I believe 1868. Now, our buddy Alan, who is involved, uh, loves Baylor softball, uh, Alan uh, Lefevre, boy, he would know. He's kind of our local historian there. I like old Alan. Man, what a what a guy. What a speaker. Gifted speaker. Brings a lot to the table. And I got to uh, hear him at a softball banquet where we had dinner on the diamond. And Glenn Moore and the whole gang were out there. Congrats to the softballers. Nice win, nice series win. Now, the one thing I haven't mentioned here, and I'll say it, uh, I said Travis Brown's coming up. Mitch Thompson, Baylor baseball coach, is going to join us at 
5 o'clock. 5 o'clock, Mitch Thompson. Aaron, so let's get out that beautiful graphic we have of Mitch, and we'll uh, we'll do that. Aaron, you've been you've been running a lot of these games, so uh, I know you uh, have kind of started, you know, kind of gotten to know this team. I'm excited to talk about some of these young players. I mean, there's just some people that have some pop in their bat, that big Walker poke. Oh, man. The arm of Harrison Cayley. I mean, I and then, of course, is uh, Cam Cayley, his brother. I mean, these are kind of cool. There's some young players that I'm kind of getting to know a little bit, and I'm, I'm hearing more about it. And um, and so I'm I'm really excited to talk with with uh, with Coach Thompson. See if we can uh, see if we can visit a little bit. Now, Aaron, Aaron is, is has Stephanie made her way into into the studio? Or are we uh, are we doing this by phone today? Is she? Can, do you have eyes on her? She's here. She's oh she good here before the show starts. She's very punctual. You're kidding? No. You're kidding. The most punctual person ever that has to do with this radio station. Right. I mean, John and I are punctual if you count, you know, like 30 seconds before the show is punctual. No, we're, we're very punctual people. But but I love someone that shows up a little early and they show up with a game face on. Aaron, before we bring her in, can we play that fabled music? It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Ooh, I like to, I like to let that play. Oh yeah, Aaron's in there, kind of dancing around to the beat just a little bit. Stephanie from Sales has made her way into the booth into our radio. Uh, Stephanie, that is kind of our Central Texas newsroom you've <laughs> stepped into. And and then, Aaron, play the breaking news sounder for Stephanie. I mean, she, I think she'd like to hear that. Ooh, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's, that's what we do when we have breaking news. Like today's breaking news, of course, was that Jalen Hurts of the Eagles agreed to a $255 million deal. That's I mean, a lot that, of money. That was big. That That's was a big. lot of money. And, in fact, with incentives, he could make about 54 mil a year. 54 mil a year. That is, woo! So does that he still is, get that money if he gets hurt? I haven't read up on him. I mean, what if he gets hurt the first game? Go, why don't you go read up? I'd I like, need to. I'd, like, I'd like to wait until you read up on him. Uh, All right, and I'll then circle we'll, back around. We'll have a conversation. No, no, no. It's He's fine. He's always um, hurt, though, right? No. Nah, Jalen, that's his, just his name. Are you doing a wordplay? Are you doing no. jokes? I, I mean, might. His name's Jalen Hurts. Okay. All right. That's good. We're off to a blazing start here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie. Yes. And, and by the way, has Aaron shown you... Have you seen yes. the Rangers' new city uniforms? Of course, we're one of the great affiliates for the Rangers. All those uh, games can be heard right here on our family of networks. A lot of times ESPN, Central Texas, or one of our other eight stations that we have, seven or eight other stations that we uh, that we we have here at Eminem Broadcasting. Stephanie, the, the, the dark, the colored pants have – have thrown people off with the cream, the cream jersey, with the with the dark p- 
pants have have just kind of added an odd sort of theme to this. If people sort of think it would have been better with the cream pants or a lighter color pants. As a fashionista, what do you make of this, Stephanie, the Rangers' new weekend home uniforms? I do not like it at all. At all. As fashion police, absolutely not. But, and I love me some Rangers. I like the old uniforms. Take us back because I I even have a t-shirt with their logo the way they had it. I don't like it. Um, maybe they could wear it like, you know how the in the NFL they'll wear their old school uniforms at one game. I don't even know why they do that, but they've done that. That's what they should do. Just wear that. If they're trying to go back to old school, wear it. Yeah. But well, I they, don't they, like it yeah, at all. They need to. They f- do that sometimes with those powder blues and in, in the throwbacks. You're right. But now this is a completely different like type of thing. I don't like now, it. Now again, sometimes we just we're just designed or wired to say, "No, nope, I hate that. I hate that." Because we're used to we want things to look classic and look like some of the traditional Rangers uniforms that we've seen. But I agree, this is a weird one. And I'm going to try to give it time, though. But this almost reminds me of like a softball uniform or something. Well, you know, I gave it odd... time. I gave yeah. it two seconds and said no. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. No. No. Wow. I like the red, the blue, the dark blue, the baby blue, the old. I, I don't like this. I'm going to have powder. a hard time adjusting. Yeah. Well, the red, know. yeah, the deep red, the powder blue. There's some fun things that they've done the all whites are kind of fun Mm -hmm. those are real old school but uh maybe they should call me and i can get on their fashion marketing board and help them design a new uniform i'm just saying yeah yeah well i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure that there'll be some thought to that and uh (laughs) boy stephanie you would have loved that uh that hall of fame the other night texas sports hall of fame what a great night jay black i sat back there with the uh, waco trib guys we had a blast it was uh, it was a really really cool affair. The Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Michael Strahan went in with Adrian Peterson and Priest Holmes and uh, the the great Oilers linebacker Robert Brazil and Scott Drew. The great Scott Drew went in and uh, Scott was uh, well. Aaron he was he was recognizing some of our local TV stars. All right, that or maybe on a national type show did not. I kind of waved at him, thinking, "Scott, would you like to?" You know, he didn't quite recognize he didn't his see old buddy. You. <laughs> I don't think so. I was too far back there. But uh, love sitting with my man Jay Black, executive director of the uh, of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and uh, great night. Now, Stephanie, yes. I do not want to. And, and again, if I ever get to talking like this, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't get to." No. I didn't get to cover my deal. Well, again, we can always save it, but I do kind of want to hear what was kind of your what was your angle today? What were you what well, were you bringing uh, to the table? Well, I'll bring it to the table. Hang on, did you get to meet Michael Strahan? Did you get to like shake his hand? Did you get a picture with him? That's you all. Know, I did I you know? I just kind of. Or we just I, like I cool collected and just stayed in the background. Yeah, yeah. I I certainly you know was fairly close to him, but I did not. And again, I was I was uh, covering Michael way back in the day mm-hmm. at the tail end of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting to go to some of those games. And so I was I've been in locker rooms where I did get to talk to him. But in this uh, setting, I did not 
kind of saddle up there or sidle. What do you do? Sidle. Saddle. I, yeah, no, saddle. That's different. You saddle up. Ride a horse up there. Yeah. Boy, that's a, that base they have, B-A-S-E. Aaron, do we know what that stands for? Base. I mean, that is a... That's a beautiful place. It, is Exco. that your first time to be there? Was that your first time? Oh, to be there? man. I've been out there for like livestock shows right. and stuff because I'm a big Western type guy. But <laughs> I have not been in that base. You know, that's a it's beautiful nice. uh, facility. Nice. Oh, man. Nice. I'm going to start having events there for the station. Okay. Let's work yeah. on that. <laughs> Let's work on that. <laughs> I'm going to start doing some speeches yeah, and stuff okay. from there. Doing shows, live shows. Love that bass. Yeah, it's great. What is bass? What does that stand for, folks? 254-662-1660. That is the CNC Collision Center text line. All right, Stephanie, okay. we've, we've taken all your time. But no, say one thing. Like, what? What, what is your message to us today? Like, what is your – I just kind of want to hear, like, what was your big weekend? What was the high point My of your weekend? My big weekend was Scott and I – Worked around the house, plant. I planted flowers. I planted oh all kinds of stuff, and I am really sore today. Like my back hurts from bending over. My legs hurt, yeah. and I work out. You know, I work out. But man, my age is really hitting me today. And you know, being thirty-one years old is tough. <laughs> Aaron, is that? Oh, Aaron's Aaron's coughing. Aaron, he's I think I was taking a drink here. when she Aaron, said that. He's I, almost, yeah, I <laughs> think Aaron choking. is is disputing he's some choking. of this. But uh, oh, no, man. that was my weekend. I didn't have an exciting weekend like you. But uh, yeah, I did. On another note, get to hear your interview with uh, Robert Brazil from the Oilers. Boy, yeah. he's funny. He's he, that was a great interview. I would like to meet him. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much our weekend. We just worked around the house and now we both feel like we're dying, but I hope everyone out there had a great Monday. I hope you have a great Monday and, uh, I will hold on what I was going to talk about today for tomorrow. How's that sound? That's that's fine. I actually want to, I want to hear what you had for today, what you have for tomorrow, and then I'll, I'm going to pick which one you do tomorrow. Well, okay. (laughs) All right. Um. Hey, always hey. fun. Appreciate All right. you. All right. Talk All right. to you soon. Bye. Stephanie in sales heads right out. She's going to go close some more deals. Unbelievable. Now, she only closes them for her show. It's just a, it's a very interesting thing, but I uh, I love it, though. I love, uh, love having Stephanie on with us. Okay. It is time for uh, some Aggies talk. We're going to go to College Station, and we're going to tell you what the Aggies look like at their uh, spring game. That is next on the Matt Mosley Show. Keep up with Baylor Bear Softball on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event call 254-710-8080 are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project founded in 1969 barnett contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build their services include excavation utilities civil engineering concrete work paving and storm drainage do business with central texas premier site work contractor barnett contracting where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients learn more at barnettcontracting.com Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. Matt Mosley Show, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Shout out to uh, Brian College Station. I know y'all can hear us. My gosh, what are the Aggies up to? I think that 1660 travels right in there to College Station. And um, one of College Station's favorite sons, Travis Brown, now joins us. One of Lake Highland's favorite sons, one of Fort Worth's favorite sons, and uh, and in the look at that the the uh, winner of the I was just looking at this um, tweet from some seven hours ago uh, the Eagles Travis L Brown named the 2022 Celeste Williams Star Sports Writer of the Year so that's pretty cool uh, Travis congratulations on that. And welcome back to the Mosley Show. We're proud of you, all right? And we hope in your victory speech or wherever your ceremony is that, uh, you know, you'll mention some of your your uh, your appearances here. Uh, of, of course. You know, I always mention that, uh, you know, in fact, it was like the second graph of that story was that, you know, fr- frequently 
features on the Matt Mosley show uh, in the <laughs> afternoon. So uh, I, I think I think actually I, I sent in one of the clips from these shows for the award. So that's uh, that's that's where it came from. Oh man, you've done good work on here. You did take the time while accepting all the praise out here on social media to uh, to comment on the Texas Rangers' uh, new uniforms. What do we call these things? City uniforms, and it says City Connect. For the, yeah, yeah, City Connect. I don't think these uniforms are really connecting. Now, this is the area. <laughs> Uh, the Metroplex was where you grew up. And, of course, in Central Texas, tons of Rangers fans. And Josh Young is the one in uniform in this uh, social media thing the Rangers sent out, the starting third baseman, former Texas Tech star. First of all, Travis, he does not seem pleased to be in this uniform. He just looks <laughs> he looks very disturbed and angry. Um, I, and I, I do appreciate oh, – go ahead. Go No, no, please. I said I do appreciate the comments on Twitter underneath that says it kind of looks like a a travel men's softball slow pitch softball team that that is like way too into it. <laughs> way too. That's right. Maybe like the king in his court, you know, where they uh-huh. travel around. That was a great. We've got a friend, Glenn Moore, the Baylor softball coach, who used to be in the king in his court. And he was one of the unbelievable pitchers in that and used to travel around. I just think these these navy, they look black, pants are kind of what are setting everybody off. So and, and that weird, the mythical creature they created that's a blend of the Dallas Eagles and the Fort Worth Panthers. I keep saying the Fort Worth Cats because that's what I remember. I don't know what the pan what that was the Panthers so, so the Panthers predated the Fort Worth Cats. Yeah, and and you know Fort Worth is the Panther City, so uh, that's that's, yeah. that's you know it's, it's before it was Cowtown, or maybe yeah. you know after it was Cowtown. That's, I don't know, but that's Panther pretty much City news to everybody things. listening that it was the Panther City. I mean, I've heard Funky Town, I've heard Cowtown, Panther City. Hey. Why was why was it Panther City? Was there were there some Panthers around there uh, many years ago? I you know I think there was some legend that some old guy saw, you know, probably what was like a, you know, a, a, a someone sleeping on the, the, the steps of City Hall, but in his drunken stupor or whatever, uh, thought it looked like a panther walking around on the <laughs> City Hall. There's something like that. But, you know, it is the Pascal High School Panthers. So there, there, yeah. you know, there, there's some history there. There's some history there. Yeah. I, I, I'm off. I'm, I, you know, I like the whole history of the minor league baseball scene in DFW and the old Texas League and stuff like that. So give me the patches. I'm, I'm okay yeah. with the mythical creature. I'm okay with the Dallas Spurs nod. I'm okay with all of the, the, the patches as part of it. But, yeah, they needed to go with white pants. White pants, all red right. stripe. Keep it looking like a throwback. So, now, anyway. I, you went to the uh, maroon-white Texas A&M game the other day. Travis is a beat writer for Texas A&M. Does a great job on that beat. And love the uh, – I love these NCAA quickie statistics. I mean, my gosh, you had like halftime stats. These are, uh, is this your handwriting on here? I mean, this is beautiful penmanship. I don't know if you went to Highlander School or, or where you might have picked up this penmanship, but this is beautiful print. Um, but I, I have never really been able to keep stats, mainly because I, 
I, I mean, I did in high sc- for high school games back in the day when I was at the morning news, but these are really nice-looking, Travis. Now, I understand you were a little late to the game because you were covering Aggie bas- uh, baseball. But once you got there, I mean, was it? did you see enough to think, hey, this team, you know, they're going to be okay? I mean, did you see enough star power? Did you see – and, oh, by the way, this one player for the white who I think had a touchdown – no, you have him with zero touchdowns. Maybe he had one in the second half. Crownover, that name is very familiar to me. I feel like his dad may have played at Baylor. You know, I don't know about that. I will. I'll have to check that out because I think, I think you might be onto something there. Um, yeah. But yeah, to go back to uh, uh, your, your first question, the I, I, there was. I, I didn't go in with most any expectations because, like, half of the offensive line. Offensive line starters are are hurt. They had another starter from last year who entered the transfer portal, and he wasn't playing. Uh, and it was on a a sixty five yard field because they're putting new suites into the south end of Kyle Field. So it, it was it was practice football at its finest. That yeah. being said, uh, you know I, I think that there were a few bright spots, a few players that uh we haven't gotten to see yet and I think uh put up a, a good impression. Uh Micah Tease, the freshman, uh did a really good job, a wide receiver and is gonna be a guy that they're gonna probably have to lean heavily on with a, a pretty condensed wide receiver group. Um, you know, uh and I White in there getting a lot of a, a lot of hurries. Uh, you know, learning that Noah uh, Thomas is the offensive MVP of the spring. Now, he only got to play a little bit there at the beginning before he took a, a shot from another guy who had some high praise, and that's Bryce Anderson, uh, the safety. He, he got hit, hit him in the head, and uh, Noah didn't get to play the rest of the game. Jimbo Fisher said he uh, he, he should be back and just fine for, for summer workouts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that there's some, some players in some positions that were some question marks that actually, you know, you made you kind of look and go, wait, wait, okay, what's that kid's number? Oh, oh, oh it's uh, Micah Tease. Okay, well, he's been making plays today. So, um, you know, there's some bright spots for sure. All right, and I got to ask you about Jimbo. I just was seeing some headline that Jimbo blasts multiple outlets, but then I'm, I'm also seeing, hey, it was more of a tongue-in-cheek. Uh, this, of course, comes from awful announcing which I don't know if that's the most reputable thing out there on Twitter. So we'll let you straighten that out. But I do want to ask you this. Aggie quarterbacks, I thought Wegman, I thought this was going to be Wegman. You know, he he was obviously showed a lot last year, was kind of exciting, can run, can do a lot of things. So I thought this was his job to lose. But, boy, your esteemed colleague, uh, Cease, as you call him, uh, uh, Mr. Cessna, I mean, he's – he was up there really saying, hey, I think this is an open battle after the game. Now, neither quarterback in the spring game seemed to be that accurate. I'm sure they made some – each of them made some pretty good plays. Max, as I recall, is that lefty who spent some time at uh, LSU before coming to Texas A&M. But uh, what did you – once you got over there and settled in, the A&M quarterback situation, what do you make of that? And do you still think Wegman – you know, it's it's basically uh, you know he's the he's the leader, and something dramatic would have to happen for Johnson to su- supplant him. Yeah, yeah. Going back to that first comment, didn't, didn't uh, Bob Woodward write for Awful Announcing before the Washington Post? Isn't that <laughs> how you know that bastion of journalism? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the quarter the quarterbacks. Um, the, you know, 
Jimbo Fisher, when asked, I think everyone, like you said, assumes Connor Wegman is going to be the guy moving forward. Jimbo Fisher, when Wegman was recruited, I mean, he, he's shied away from lumping too much praise on a guy who had never seen the field before, but he did not really shy away from talking about how good Wegman was before he even got on campus. So when he finally saw the field at the end of last year, I think everyone kind of saw, okay, the future, the future is now. It's time for him to, to, to move forward and, and claim his position. And when we asked about the quarterback battle at the start of spring practice, Jimbo Fisher kind of did the normal coach speak thing and saying, you know, every, every position is open now. Every position, there's a competition. You know, it, it's week to week. You know, anybody could fight forward and, and win a spot in any, any week, any time of the year. So, yeah, 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 okay. When we got out there to see spring ball, you know, yes, it was pretty neck and neck, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 37, 31 for 37 was Johnson, 17 for 40 was Wegman, 243 yards to 273 yards, uh, Johnson three touchdowns. I think that I give the edge a little bit to Johnson in that one game. He was a little bit more accurate. He moved the ball down the field a little bit more, and it kind of seemed like the offense around him just clicked a little bit more. There was times that Wegman had some pretty open passes that he could have, you know, he stepped up in the pocket, tried to deliver the pass. It was over his head, something like that. So uh, it might be a little closer than people thought. I still think it's Wegmans to lose, but I think there is something to the fact that I think both of these guys are, are competing pretty hard. Travis Brown joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, esteemed Texas A&M beat writer, really a man for all seasons. That A&M baseball team looked like they got beat up pretty badly the other day. So I don't know, I don't know how the Ags they had a great run last year, so we'll see if they're able to bounce back. But what about these uh, spring awards that they put out? Now, that's kind of a interesting thing. I'd like um, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, – and we've got academic excellence – Awards, community service, Anaya uh, Smith, the big-time wide receiver, kind of a hybrid-type player, wins a community service award for the Aggies. Um, I kind of like this. I like seeing them put out some, some – uh, and, I, and I noticed you mentioned Noah Thomas, the wide receiver who got banged up in the spring game but apparently put on a show for the Aggies. But what about these defensive MVPs? Bryce – are you having a drink or something? Bryce Anderson – the defensive back, and Shamar Turner. I want to hear about these two. Like what? Because I'm all, I mean, A&M, if they're known for anything, uh, it's some of these great defensive linemen. And I'm just kind of curious, is, is Shamar Turner from that line, or is he more of a pass rusher? What, what, do, we, uh, what do we know about Shamar Turner? Yeah, Shamar Turner did some really pretty good pass rushing last year, and I think that that's kind of what separated him a little bit but it, it, it's kind of hard to, to single out any one as being the guy because they, they have so many guys I mean they talked about how Walter Nolan you know who was the big time centerpiece of their uh, number one recruiting class at defensive line that he's made uh, huge strides forward and I White had a pretty good showing when what he uh, did and uh, so so that defensive line is it has to be Consider, and that's, that's even without McKinley Jackson, who is their uh, veteran guy who's coming back for another year, even playing in the spring game. Uh, you know, there, there, there's no, no lack for talent on that defensive line, and they should be pretty stout there. Uh, Bryce Anderson is an interesting one because he's kind of going to looking to be the heir apparent to Antonio Johnson at that nickel position. Uh, you know, Antonio Johnson was that uh, – 
kind of the, the, the focal point of the, the back end of the defense over the last few years for the Aggies. Uh, a guy that's probably going to hear his name called uh, here on the draft here in a couple weeks. And, uh, you know, he's, he's that kind of guy who has the speed and, and the agility to uh, go, go back in coverage and, and kind of has a pedigree at safety, but also can step up in the box and, and hit and kind of serve as another linebacker. And I think that, um, a, a lot of what A&M likes to do on defense kind of hinges around that type of player as everything kind of morphs more into like a, 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 a four, uh, four, two, six or, or whatever it is uh, back there that, that he uh, he'll step in and be that other linebacker, that other guy in the box. So I think he's going to be a, his improvement, his development is going to be a, a real key point to see uh, how that defense clicks uh, next year. Yeah. I think a four-two-six is your homage to the twelfth man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Four-four-two-five. I, you know, math was never my strong suit. Just, uh, I, I win awards for words, not not numbers. That's right. That's right. I'm not gonna. I cannot poke fun at the winner of this Celeste uh, Williams Award. I like this, and I'm I'm happy for you. And I know that means a lot because she was the uh, esteemed sports editor there at the Star Telegram. You came up at that place and. Uh, uh, she was uh, uh, really, uh, really instrumental in your uh, in your career. Now, Travis, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in Bobby Petrino, and I mean I, the and I'm, I've been kind of reading, you know, what different players are saying about him and and uh, uh, about like the pre snap motion that we were hearing about. Okay, going to be more, going to be more, uh, and then. Um, and just kind of, I want, you know, we're, we're all kind of looking to see, okay, is he the one calling the plays? Is it for sure he's sending them in? Did we get any answers on kind of the Petrino era as spring came to a close in Aggieland? I would say close to none. I know the few times we got to go out and watch, watch, uh, stretching and, you know, individual drill drills and going against air for the first 15 minutes of practice. It was evident that, in years past, Jimbo Fisher had, you know, been right there in the quarterback drills, micromanaging the drill and, and breaking things down and call And through practice, he was stood back several yards off, off that, uh, letting Bobby run the quarterbacks. And, you know, he might pull a guy aside every now and then. And then at times he wasn't even over there. He was over uh, on uh, the other field, helping out with, with defense and stuff like that. So at least on the surface, visually for like the, grand total of you know uh an hour maybe a practice we saw all through spring uh it, it did seem like there was that dynamic but everything was so vanilla in the spring game i mean i think the only passes they ran for like the first uh quarter and a half were just verticals down the sidelines and and fades they didn't throw anything over the middle until the second half i think and so uh and it's two-hand touch for the most part in the run game so like I don't know. I don't know if it was at all indicative of anything that we can see of what the offense is going to look like from spring game, other than some of the players that might be out there and, and who seem to be kind of running the best routes. And uh, we'll have to see, but on the surface from what we have been able to see, it, it does seem like there is a, a different di- dynamic there. All right. I, that's all good information. You can read him in the Eagle. Boy, down there in College Station, great newspaper. And uh, apparently uh, Jimbo was taking some shots. I like that he did not. He was poking fun at the Houston Chronicle and Sports Illustrated. Now, the, his little joke there sounded a little bit like a, 
he might have acted like he was joking, but he, he did say it used to be the gold standard, and, he, and he, it sounded like an actual swipe when you just read the joke. But but well, you were there, Travis. Was it so the the Houston Chronicle a little pokey took it? Houston Chronicle and Sports Illustrated when he said he he wanted a really good last question, and he and he called on somebody other than those uh, outlets. Was Jimbo just being funny? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was certainly <laughs> attempts to be funny. It was it was it was funny with a little bit of uh, a there's there's a little bit of truth in all jokes or however that thing yes. goes. Yes. Uh, so I think he was. I think he was in, attempting to be uh, have a little bit of, of banter and back and forth with us. But I don't know if if the if the execution or or, or if it was the execution wasn't meant to to, to make us laugh. But uh, poor poor our Colt uh, Thompson, our, our our little Sports Illustrated blogger guy, he's like the nicest guy ever. He, he didn't deserve that shot. Uh, now Brent, you know Brent Zorneman. Uh, he, 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 he can, he can, he can take it. Cole. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he deserves that, but you know, cheap shot, uh, yeah. cheap the shot whole, for the young the Colt. Old, the old, the old, the old, uh, uh, awful announcing story. It was way overblown. Yeah. Uh, he's, he, he, we've had more contentious press conferences with Jimbo than, than that one for sure. All right. I'd like to, I may drop in on one of those. I'd like to be a part of a contentious news conference. I had one with Bob Stoops one time. Mosley arrives in town, and they lost some top recruit to Oklahoma State or somebody. And, and the assembled media was just asking him all, how do you like this guy? Oh, how do you like this guy? A, a young Mosley, age 25, I roll into town, and I, I say, what's it like to lose a four-star wide receiver to Oklahoma State or something along those lines? <laughs> he, was, he was not pleased. I, you know, I thought it was fair. I thought it was a. I still yeah. think it's a fair question. But of course, next to, he was used to getting kind of treated pretty well. And uh, the big bad morning news rode into town. And uh, I think <laughs> I think Bob requested maybe I didn't cover their games from then on. But uh, okay, Travis, uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, I appreciate you taking the time today. You got it. Anytime, Matt. All right. There he goes, Travis Brown, the beat writer for the Eagle in uh, Bryan College Station and does a great job and be interesting to, to find out more as we continue to learn more about the Aggies and their spring game. But I thought the Aggies would enjoy hearing about some of their players, their defensive tackles, the running backs. Apparently, there's some running backs that played really well. And that crown over, I just that name grabbed my attention, Aaron, because it said, Ernest Crownover, I think was this was this young man's name, and Baylor, if I'm not mistaken, we had a Ernest Crownover playing defensive tackle for us back in the day. So anyway, I'll double check that, but uh, that name did grab my attention. That may be a Baylor legacy. All right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas. A reminder at uh, five o'clock, Baylor baseball coach Mitch Thompson coming on with us. But uh, next, it is campus. Confidential. What does Aaron have in store for us? That's next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears on the road Tuesday headed to Huntsville to take on Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show. 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Sam Houston Baseball Tuesday from Huntsville. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
It's been three years since COVID-19 changed life around the world. If there's one thing we've learned during that time, it's that Central Texans are tough. Waco Family Medicine is here to remind you that COVID-19 can be more dangerous when you're unprotected. A safe, effective, and free way to stay tough against COVID is with vaccinations and boosters. Visit wacofamilymedicine.org vaccine for info about the safety of vaccines and a list of places to get yours in Central Texas. When it comes to COVID-19, a little poke can lead to a lot of protection. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Reverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? Great to be with you. I mean, some of this news today is not fun. Uh, Aaron's going to do it, and uh, uh, I mean we've got transfers. We got some coming in though. Now we got some excited about the Baylor women's basketball program. Some very exciting things to announce there. Got a couple of sad ones to announce on the Baylor men's side. So, Aaron, I, I don't know. We do. We, we, you, are you a good news, a bad news guy, or a bad news good news? I, I don't know. I'm going to leave it up to you. Aaron Sexton, as I turn it over to you for Campus Confidential. Baylor senior point guard Adam Flagler posted today on his Instagram that he is declaring for the NBA draft and will more than likely forgo his senior season of eligibility. Flagler averaged 15.6 points, 4.6 assists, 2.4 rebounds per game last year and shot 40% from three-point range. 
he uh, posted a long and thoughtful goodbye note to Baylor on his Instagram earlier, and it looks like he will almost assuredly not be back with Baylor men's basketball next year. You're using the word almost assuredly. I It's never I, 100% I, until they hire well, an agent, but. I, I, he usually, if there's any chance they're going to come back, I understand they, they will. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm I'm saying to our people, Aaron, not not to you, to our audience, um, that you know they'll, they'll say I am going to uh, in that note, which he did not say. Uh, I you know I am uh, uh, preserving the right, you know, uh, by not signing an agent. He did not sound sound like that. And as as Aaron said. Uh, it sounds almost uh, certainly like he is going, or, uh, that he's going to go ahead and make the jump into the NBA. And, and all I can say is just that um, God love him. I mean, I know selfishly. I mean, we need him back. I mean, now we've lost Cryer and Bonner's gone, and Aaron will have that story in a minute. But, I mean, it's a bummer. I mean, it's a real – but I think we kind of already knew. I don't think – Surely this news is not hitting Baylor fans as some sort of shock. I, I think there was a pretty – I mean, it was, it was thought that he was going to go to the NBA. And he gave Baylor some incredible years and was a big part of that national title team, started the last couple of seasons, great, great player for the Bears. I mean, we'll go down as one of the, one of the all-time greats for Baylor. I mean, he's a guy that should be in the uh, – in the Hall of Fame someday, the Baylor Hall of Fame. So uh, I, I just feel so – I mean, I just feel great for him. And I hate it because, I mean, look, sure, I'd love him to use one more year of eligibility. But um, – and I wish we could make it financially, but I, I totally get it. I mean, if there's a chance and if he thinks that he may get drafted, give it a go. Give it a go and start, you know, making that NBA money and that kind of thing. But uh, great player, great person unbelievable representative for the Bears is uh, Adam Flagler as he heads out to the NBA. Meanwhile, Baylor women's basketball has added three players in the last few days. We told you Friday about Baylor women's basketball signing Belmont forward Madison Bartley. Today, the program added two more players through the transfer portal. Ohio guard Yaya Felder, who led the Mac in scoring with 22 points a game signed today with Baylor, as did Kentucky guard Jada Walker. So the uh, Bears adding to their team through the transfer portal with three transfers over the weekend. Walker, the transfer from Kentucky, averaged 11.7 points per game last year, playing nearly 30 minutes of contest. Yeah, and you'll re- you'll remember that uh, Dre Edwards already with the uh, the Bears and and hoping to finally get to see Dre play this year. And Aaron Jada, I mean, I think she'll be ready to roll immediately. That coach has given <laughs> us a little issues at time. Who's that, Coach Elsie there at Kentucky? And you know she's had a lot of people transfer out of there, but again, that makes her like a lot of programs. It just it used to be well, that what's wrong with that program? And now it's almost like every program loses at least one or two players. You hate it when it's any kind of frontline player. But Jada Walker is a um, really nice freshman, and I mean, it was uh, like an all SEC type freshman 
and can come in here and compete for a minute, for minutes immediately. I mean, I, again, I don't know who's going to start and who's going to do this and who's going to do that, but I, I think this is a, a tremendous pickup. Nikki Collin and the Bears. And, of course, we talk to Nikki every week. We're out there at the Big 12. We uh, love that program. So uh, glad, to, uh, glad to see that news. Way to go, Baylor women. Baylor football picked up their fourth commitment for the 2024 recruiting class. It is DeSoto linebacker Brandon Booker. Booker picked Baylor over 14 total offers, including offers from Texas A&M, Michigan State, Auburn, Arkansas, and Houston, among others. He was first team All-State last year and was a key player in the DeSoto State Championship run. He had 137 tackles, nine and a half tackles for loss, 1.5 1.5 sacks, two broken, uh, two passes defended, and four interceptions. He is a the uh, six foot one, 205 pound linebacker out of Desoto is ranked the 84th best player in the state, and uh, is ranked the 54 best linebacker in the country. All right, I uh, I really am uh, enjoying that. Good to see. Uh, good to see that signing. I saw something earlier today, Aaron, where a China Spring. I was trying to find that. The uh, they do all this stuff for Elite Eleven, and it's really interesting. But that uh, what was that? Man, there uh, that Parker McCollum, the uh, the big time court or uh, was it? Wait, who's Cash McCollum? Is it Cash McCollum? The quarterback for China Spring showed up in a big way. On this list, and I'll find that exactly, but it was the elite, it was some kind of pro day that they had out there, and uh, man, I was, I was so impressed, and I was glad to see that. Aaron, continue, sir. Baylor football did have a player enter the transfer portal from over the weekend. Junior wide receiver Jalen Ellis entered the transfer portal, the 6'3", 184". Receiver out of Cedar Ridge High School, played in five games as a reserve wide receiver last year. He had three catches. Uh, Go for at least 47 yards. He had uh, long touchdown grabs against Albany, uh, against Texas, and against Air Force in the Armed Forces Bowl, but did play sparingly the last few years. Here it was. By the way, it is Cash McCollum. The reason my brain did that to me is because – Parker McCollum is like a famous country singer oh, yeah. who my daughter listens to. And, I, and my my daughter's also named Parker. So anyway, I was like, wait, McColl- is Cash right? I questioned myself. I was correct. And Aaron, at Elite 11, they're, they're doing in Austin. They had their pro day results today. This was about 30 minutes ago this came out. And the China Spring tw- uh, 2024 quarterback, Cash McCollum, 6'4", 209 pounds, was number one in that in their pro day results i mean that's awesome i mean i've heard you know some lately some of the people that are looking at him and everything and i'm looking at a picture of him right now my gosh he's got unbelievable size plays for the state champs i mean that's incredible that uh yeah yeah that is big 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 time for the young man from uh, china spring and aaron you may have been about to say it i'll just go ahead since we need to get rolling here and get ready but uh del bonner uh, it, it has become official that uh, he's transferring from Baylor, and he's landed at Ohio State. 
He put that on his Instagram page. And so a couple of uh, Baylor Bears we really love, Adam Flagler and Del Bonner. He's been on with us. I love Dell's attitude this year when he wasn't getting much play in time. They needed him. I believe that was that Texas game. He comes off the bench, and he, and he helps lead them to a win. He was like the MVP of that game. And then the rest of the season, he, he hung in there and played really well. And, uh, you know, I hate losing someone of that high character and a great person like that and a person who loves Baylor. But I, I, I can't help, Aaron, as, as sad as I am, but wish him the best because uh, we love Dell. Uh, and, and I think – as, as one of the assistants uh, coaches told me several months ago, it was just like nobody typifies what Baylor wants to be more than Del Bonner. So even as he leaves us, I just want to say, think the world of him, and, uh, and I, hope, uh, I hope he does well. All right, we do have the baseball coach of the Baylor Bears. They're playing really well. They lost the series to the Longhorns, but uh, excited to talk to Mitch Thompson. That is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. My house has a new glow. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct there are lots of reasons to own a golf car get around the neighborhood cruising the lake at campground perfect for light duty on the farm or work site and you can't run a festival without a golf cart oh yeah and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too there's lots of reasons to own a golf cart but only one best place to buy one mission golf cars in waco off highway 6 at bagby has the largest selection of easy go golf cars for sale rent lease or repairs in central texas check us out online at missiongolfcars.com and remember at mission golf cars quality always comes standard ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Google GGA Pest Management. Leave your bug problems behind. Call 254-666-3439. It's a fact. No one wants to live with unwanted pests in or around their home. At GGA Pest Management, their mission is to help folks just like you eliminate termites, roaches, ants, mosquitoes, wasps, mice, and other unwanted pests so you can live a pest-free life. Contact GGA today for a free pest estimate and mention this ad to get $75 off your first service for a limited time. Google GGA Pest Management. 
Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go Platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go Platinum. 70 days, no pay Platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Mosley, the Matt Mosley, SPN Central Texas. Now joined by Mitch Thompson. And Mitch, it's exciting to... Uh, have you on have you caught your breath after that series with the longhorns i know you wanted to win it and you had y'all had a great chance to but still uh man it had to be fun to see your players battle and have that sort of never say die attitude i i have to i think someday mitch we may look back on that series and go who knows maybe that was a uh, some kind of turning point or whatever but uh hey welcome to the show well uh, thanks for thanks for having me matt no uh you know, it's another day at the office. We're getting ready for another busy week, and uh, uh, we're 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 starting to starting to move on from last week for sure. But no, I, you know, last week was a good week for us, and the fact that, you know, I mean, we went toe to toe with in four games with two nationally ranked teams in Dallas Baptist and Texas, and you know, I mean, we want to win, and uh, the guys are competing. They're trying as they're they're giving everything they've got, and. Uh, we just came up a little short. We've just got to keep keep working and getting better. There's things we can definitely clean up to improve, and uh, we're going to go working on it. And uh, but the guys are competing hard, and it's fun to it's fun to see them do that. And, and how about that walk off uh, overturn call? That's it's an odd way to win, but I mean y'all are over there probably thinking, hey, there's a good chance this thing's going to get overturned, and and then y'all come racing out of the. Uh, the dugout. I mean, that was kind of uh, it's a weird way to have it happen, but but it's still <laughs> the excitement sort of builds in that case when they're over there yeah. over there watching it like that. Now, in real time, what did you kind of from your angle? Did you just think, hey, he's he's in there? What was your kind of uh, look at that? What did what did you think immediately? Well, I was running down that line pretty far with him, <laughs> trying to help him get in there. Uh, but no, I, I, uh, I thought I saw his right hand get in there underneath it and, and beat it. And so, uh, there was no question we were going to, we were going to challenge it. And, uh, you know, I give, I give our guys, I want to tell our, 
you know, our Baylor vision people that were doing the broadcast and doing the camera work and everything like that. I mean, they came up big for us, you know, I mean, if they don't have the angles, if they don't have the, the quality film, the quality video, then we don't get that overturned. And, uh, but no, I thought, I thought we were safe. So it was a slam dunk for me. It did take away a little bit from the old walk off field, but the guys still, uh, still, still got into it. So it was fun. Well, what do we call you guys right now? The cardiac bears. I mean, this is kind of, uh, <laughs> amazing. Some of these comebacks and, you know, what is that about? I mean, you're, you know, sometimes y'all are, y'all are down at first one kind of a, you know, it's like a lot of times it's like, well, let's, let's go home, try it again the next night. And, boy, there was nothing like that coming from y'all. And it started to build and build. It's like, wait a second, okay, now we're four down, now we're three down, now two down. It's like got to nine to yeah. seven. And and then you, yeah. you come all the way back and win Saturday. What if, I mean, did you notice that fairly early on? about this team is that something that's kind of growing where's that coming from no i think we've just made steps we've taken strides i think we've gotten a little tougher i think our guys are competing harder uh you know and and you know the thing i you know the thing i told the guys and you know i may even made made a mention to it to the media i mean you know i don't want to get in the habit of celebrating playing until the end i mean that's kind of the given you know i mean uh you play until the end the game's not over until 27 outs are made and uh, you can't run out the clock. You can't take a knee. You can't run the old basketball four-corner offense. You've got to get 27 outs. And so um, it, it ought to be a given every day that you're going to play all 27 of them. And until that 27th out's made, it really doesn't matter what the scoreboard says. Just keep playing. So I'm proud of the guys for doing that. I think it takes, you know, when you get down and you get down big there late, all of a sudden you get down big, it, it does take – something to continue to put something together and uh you know we took advantage of some opportunities that ut gave us and and uh got back in the game but you know uh the bottom line is it's, it's about winning and if you can if you can finish them off and win then that, those are great otherwise they're just it's just another loss and at least you competed hard so um, yeah we're we're continuing trying to work and get better and that's the whole plan mr thompson joining us from matt mosley show espn central texas baylor baseball coach what about Toplansky? I mean, I, it, this guy just uh, the, even your one, two, three hitters. You know, watching all of them, uh, and he's a guy that seems to kind of live for those moments. There's certain guys that their pulse rate, you know, they they calm down a little bit, try to make the game slower. We sometimes talk about. Um, it, it, is he one of those guys for you? Because it really does seem like even in that Sunday game, there's a there, it, it, he had the big hit, the two run hit. Uh, is there yeah. something about him in that in that realm? Well, I think he's I think he's just growing up right before our eyes. You know, I mean, this guy had eleven or twelve at bats last year as a freshman at TCU, and it's coming here and he started you know thirty one games for us so far. Uh, you know, got one hundred seventeen at bats, and you know, so he's just growing up before your eyes. And you know, I, I mean, we, we feel like he can be that kind of a productive hitter, and we're glad to be getting him the experience that he's getting right now, and hopefully it'll continue to pay off over the next couple of years, you know, uh, and throughout the rest of this season. So um, we think he's we think he's growing up right before our eyes, and it's fun to watch. You're not used to losing uh, much at all when you have – I mean, I, I'm sure it wears on fun. you. Uh, no, I <laughs> know, but – you you seem to keep the guys engaged and and pos, you know keep it positive, you know how do you how has that 
been just trying to deal with that. You know, there's so many games coming at you. Again, you're winning national titles where you came from at MCC, and and then to kind of have to go through this year. You knew there would be some growing pains, but how do you kind of how do you do that? Because I mean, there's got to be part of you that kind of gets discouraged at times, but you got to be that public face, and you can't let the guys get down. How have you kind of stayed positive? Because the, it just seems like the team's really starting to play better and come out of some of those early moments this year. Well, there's no question. We're growing up, and that's that's been fun. I mean, it's a, it's a process. It's just a, you know, I mean, you, 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 you these, these are our kids. These are our, this is our team, and uh, and this is what this is where we're going to battle with right now. And so, uh, you know, I, I've I've got to take care of every one of these guys. I've got to try and do my best to help them develop individually, and I've got to try and win games. And uh, you know, we're we're struggling with the winning games part, but we're making progress. And, uh, and I think people can see that I, you know, we had great crowds out here this weekend. I was really proud of the Baylor family for coming out and, and, and supporting us and, and hopefully, uh, you know, that they can get behind us and go, Hey, yeah, you know, these are guys that we want to root for and we can tell something's happening and, you know, hopefully we're moving in the right direction. Uh, but it's not easy. It's, uh, yeah, 13 and 23 is not where any of us want to be, um, and so, you know how you keep going? you got to get up the next day and go back to work. So that's what we're doing. All right. And uh, the big rig, uh, they call him Will Rigney. Uh, his dad played at Baylor. What do you – I mean, he really has come into his own. And, and he has – I mean, he has dominant stuff. Uh, what do you have, nine or ten strikeouts against the Horns. How big has he been for you as sort of a, a stabilizing force uh, for, for a young, somewhat inexperienced team? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, Will's been fantastic, you know, and he's a great teammate. He's a, he's a really strong character kid. Um, you know, incredibly hard worker demands a lot out of himself and nobody wants to win more than he does. And, uh, so, you know, when you give him the ball, you know, that he's ready to fight or he's ready to really compete for you. And so it's been working out good. He's continuing to get stronger. Um, you know, I don't think he's at a hundred percent or even, even close to it yet, but he's, he's dead gum, uh, taking the ball at once a week and he's, uh, he's given us a great effort and, and, uh, you know, our guys rally around him. He changes. I, I know I said this, so, you know, opening weekend in conference, I mean, he just changed the temperature of our dugout. And, and, and what do I mean by that? I mean, his competitive fire, his, his joy of competing, uh, it just radiates and it, it heats up everybody around him. And, you know, you, you, when you're a teammate of that guy and you respect that guy, you go, man, I want to play hard too. Let's go. And so uh, it's been fun watching him continue to get healthier and healthier. Hopefully we can keep him healthy. And, and, you know, I'm, like I said, he's not hundred percent. This guy's still fighting through some stuff. So he's uh but he's a, he's a winner. That's for sure. I mean, his dad's a banker. Is this a good NIL guy, Rigney? Does he understand <laughs> math? <laughs> uh, Charles, Charlie's a great guy. Yeah, a great, great family from here in Waco with big time Baylor. And you know, I mean, this is the kind of this kid was running the Baylor line when he was in the seventh grade for crying out loud. And I'm, I mean, seriously, uh, you know, he's tall enough and big enough he could probably get away with it, and nobody'd think twice about it. Just put on a gold jersey and run that Baylor line with him out on that football field. So. He's he's green and gold, a lot a lot of green and gold blood in that family. Yeah, well, uh, it, this is a fun team to kind of get to know, and uh, and you're right, the fans 
I mean, you're not winning as many games as you want to, but the fans are kind of sensing what you're building and, and wanting it to be. And I, I know that's what you wanted, or start building, changing that atmosphere a little bit out there. And I think Texas probably saw that when they came to town. Some of the, and you mentioned it earlier. What, what have you thought about uh, more and more fans showing up? And, and, and have you sensed that you are feeding off some of that? Well, no question. I mean, you know, it's it, it's fun to compete when your fans are behind you too. It just it does bring more and more energy to us, and um, you know, so it it was it was good to see the crowds out there this weekend. And I know that they were out there to help help see Texas too, and that's fine. Uh, but but hopefully they came away and said, hey, you know, these guys are all right. They're getting better. Look at them, and uh, and we are. Um, but we're we're having to take some baby steps. It's it's uh, you know two steps forward. Uh, take a step back, a couple steps forward, take another step back. And, uh, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's been a struggle, but you know, I like these kids and they're, they're, uh, they're giving us everything they have and they, they want to win. You don't have to worry about that. They're, they're going to compete until the last out. And I'm proud of them for that. All right. And what about, uh, what about Colby branch? I mean, this is, uh, he, right from the start, he started turning heads. Uh, I mean, I like this love joy connection. I mean, that seems like a place you know, that uh, you've probably enjoyed recruiting over the years, and they're great at sports, really all sports, but baseball, football. Uh, I mean, it, this guy is really um, a mature hitter at a, at a very young age, it seems. Well, there's no question. He was he was in the leadoff spot for us, you know, for, for a majority of the season to this point. And, you know, finally about, I don't know, two weeks ago, I, I finally got the courage to say, okay. I mean, you know, he's doing so well in the leadoff spot, you just didn't want to screw it up for him. And, you know, put, pushing a freshman into the three-hole, you know, of a Big 12 lineup is not an easy task. You know, it's kind of like you're throwing a lot on the kid's shoulders, and you don't you don't want to do it too early and too fast. So we waited around a little bit, and then finally we just made the decision that, hey, We've got some other guys we think we can hit up there in the one or two hole that can get on base for him, and he'll have more opportunities to drive runs in. and And I think it's worked out pretty good, you know, since we started that. And so, um, Colby's ultra competitive kid, really low maintenance guy to coach. What do I mean by that? I mean he's showing up every day with a passion to get better. And uh, you know, I mean he's he's making everybody else around him better as well. Uh, as are, as are several of our guys, you know, they just show up every day. They take care of their job. They're good teammates. They're good kids. They're, they're, uh, very down to earth. And, you know, uh, nobody's strutting their stuff around like they don't stink. And, uh, you know, they, they're getting <laughs> after trying to get better. And, uh, you know, it's fun to root for guys like that. Right. I mean, you like, you like to root for guys who can handle success and, and be humble about it. And, uh, at the same time, they, they yearn for the moment where they're getting pushed to the, to the brink. And so, um, he's, he's learning a lot and growing a lot. And he's 143 at bats closer right now to being great than he was when he started this year. So, uh, we're, 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 we're making progress. Have you ever seen a low maintenance radio personality? <laughs> I don't know if you're it for sure. <laughs> Aaron, stop laughing at Coach, okay? No, I, I may not. I may not fit that. Uh, Mitch Thompson joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, those midweek, you've talked, we've talked about scheduling and all. Um, it's very important, but y'all have had some, it's a it's an all-comers all type deal. DBU, I mean, Sam Houston State, Texas State. I mean, 
there around the state, there are not a lot of easy. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of all these schools. It's hard to schedule anybody where you could like just hey, no. we need some confidence in this young team. There's not a lot of people you could schedule to fit that bill, is there? No, when you're playing the, uh, you know, you're playing all these, you know, so-called mid-major programs that are competing at <laughs> national levels. Yeah. Um, you know, on Tuesdays, and and you know, they they like to they get up for you, man. They want to they want to show you, you know. Uh, they want to they want to beat your tail, and so yeah, you know it doesn't get any easier. Last week we're at Dallas Baptist. They had a packed house. It was a great atmosphere. You know they're top twenty five team in the country. This week we we're going to Sam Houston State, and then uh, then on to Texas Tech this weekend. And you know we haven't had exactly had the best uh, best of luck on the road yet. So we're 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 working for that. And, we're going to get four chances at it this weekend. Hopefully, we can. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, we can take another couple steps forward instead instead of taking another step back. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so. yeah. There's a song about that. I think Paula Abdul. You remember that one? Two steps forward, take one step back, or something like that. But that's we what... we don't have any chili coffee barber colleges on the schedule. That's for sure. <laughs> Chillicothe. I think I've stopped there. I was just trying to think in my mind exactly where that was. Is that toward Amarillo or something? Chillicothe. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, did you see that Mississippi State crowd? By the way, you know, you know that part of the oh, country. Yeah. Wasn't that amazing? Oh, yeah. I mean, the the largest crowd ever for a on campus baseball game. And I think that speaks to how entertaining yeah. and people are loving college baseball. But over sixteen thousand. I mean, what a that's got to be cool. Um, and a, again, a place you know that program. But to look around yeah. and see some of these atmospheres around, you know, various places around the country. Yeah, I met my wife at Mississippi State when I was over there. Uh, you know, as a young assistant coach, and uh, and you know, her entire family's bulldogs. So I've got a couple nephews that are over there right now, and and uh, yeah, no, I mean. Super Bulldog weekend, that brings it out, man. They play a three-game baseball series. They've got uh, the spring football game. You know, they'll have a big concert and, uh, I mean, <laughs> cook-offs. It's, a, it's quite an environment. And, you know, Duty Noble was rocking and rolling. And, uh, and they were also, you know, and this was something I, you know, you wish you could go and be everywhere. I mean, this weekend they, they dedicated uh, the Ron Polk statue out there in front of Duty Noble Field. And, uh, you know, coach Polka, you know, built that program and really the godfather of SEC baseball. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, they, they invited all the former alumni and former coaches back and come back and share in that moment and how cool that would have been to honor coach Polk. But some of us got work to do. So we, uh, (laughs) we were, we were not able to go, but, uh, but no, you know, I mean, 16,000 people, uh, yeah, I've been there to do, you know, before, Played there with, with the maroon maroon and white on and against the maroon and white, and it's a great atmosphere. Those are great people over there. All right, did you see that UCF guy? By the way, threw the touchdowns before that. He went two for three. I think at a home run. The quarterback at UCF. It made me think. You know, Blake Shapen, quite a quite <laughs> yeah, a baseball player. Don't get me in trouble. Don't get me in trouble with the football staff. I'm not. I'm not pushing <laughs> nothing. I'm the new guy here, right? I just keep my mouth shut and keep working. Okay. All right. I mean, I I like your infield. Don't get me wrong, but the guy the guy can play shortstop. He can play some different positions. So, 
Uh, we'll just keep it in the back of your mind. That kid from Mississippi State, by the way, Sawyer Robertson, big six four guy. I'd like to see some of his work at the plate. But okay, I won't. Uh, I won't bring that you're up talking, at football uh, again. Again, Matt, you're talking to the wrong guy. I think his name is Dave. You'll have to give him a call. We'll <laughs> see what he has to say about that. Okay, I'm not going to push the issue. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, not yet. <laughs> so, I like the so springs over. Yeah, spring's over on, uh, you know, next week. This weekend's spring game, okay? It's time yeah, to yeah. get those kids involved in some baseball. Uh, <laughs> well, Mitch, it was uh, it was fun. I've been looking forward to visiting with you, and I'm really enjoying watching this these games and this team. All you can ask for is that they fight like crazy. And, you know, after some of those tough results early, man, they've been right in the middle of these games. And uh, and who knows? May go out and take care of Tech on the road. I, I smell well, some, some wins coming. We're getting better, and uh, you know, uh, we're just like I said, we're just trying to take to improve every day and uh, and maximize the, the talent that we have and get better. And you know, I mean, I'm making mistakes along the way as well at different times. And there's you know, there's things about yesterday's game that I'm kicking myself about. But um, you know, it is what it is. We're all learning. We're all getting better, and uh, we sure appreciate the Baylor folks coming out and supporting us. And it was great talking to you today. Thanks. You bet, uh, and um, great catching up with Coach Thompson, Mitch Thompson on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Some of these young players, Walker Polk, Polk the uh, catcher, first baseman, 6'3", 230 pounds. Uh, Hunter Simmons can hit some home runs. Um, I'm thinking about Tremaine, the young Tremaine. This is a fun team, and Branch is already quite a hitter. And, uh, you know, the thing is, some of these guys are getting really good and, of course, people will try to come raid the roster, but uh, Mitch does an incredible job at both attracting talent, and I think these guys, from what I understand, are really enjoying this staff and playing for Mitch. And so I think in these pitchers between Helton, Marriott, Rigney, some of the starters, and then the closers, I like uh, I like Oliver, Ham, the man they call Ham. I like Ham Oliver. I love the emotion. Stasio, Cole Stasio. These are good guys out, and it's a fun team to watch. So when you get a chance, I think the next home opportunity will be at West Virginia here in a couple of weeks. Get out there uh, to the ballpark and uh, watch all this. All right, so good Baylor baseball talk there. Mitch is a great guy. Great to have him on. Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll dip back into some of the college. We've got good news. Well, we've got some bad news. Uh, got a lot of portal news today to share with you as we continue on in the 5 o'clock hour on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome to today's edition of the Baylor Sports Beat on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including baseball, softball, and men's and women's tennis. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Dad. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. 
Your springtime experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event. This month at Allen Samuels in Waco, say big and get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,500 on both two- and three-row options. Or if that isn't enough, get a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. Plus, first responders get an extra $500. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams at Allen Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball back home from Lubbock where they took two of three from the Texas Tech Red Raiders over the weekend. That included an 8-5 win on Sunday in the series finale. Softball now 34-10 and on the season, hosting top-ranked Oklahoma, a three-game series at Getterman Stadium that begins on Friday. Baylor baseball home this weekend, hosting the Texas Longhorns. Tremendous games all weekend. The Bears fell on Friday night. A huge ninth inning comeback gave them a 10-9 win on Saturday. Then the Bears dropped a tough 7-6 loss in the rubber game on Sunday. After the game, Mitch Thompson with our Derek Smith. Hey, we just competed hard. You know, we didn't play perfect uh... You know, uh, it's, it's hard to do that, um, but but we competed really hard. Every guy out there gave their best effort today. I appreciate our guys' effort and how they got after it. I appreciate the crowd, and I, I probably made some decisions that weren't really good today, and uh, it's something I'm just going to have to eat myself. So it's uh, one of those things that, uh, uh, you know, I'll learn from as well. Um, but I uh, appreciate the guys and appreciate the crowd. Will Rigney gave you a great start, a career-high nine strikeouts against a good good Texas team. Overall, what were some of your thoughts on some of the really good pitching outings that you got this weekend? Yeah, yeah, Will was good. And, you know, it was great to see uh, it was great to see Cam Cayley throw well on Friday and Ethan Calder yesterday. And, you know, um, I, you know, I appreciate Hamilton Oliver even right there in the ninth inning, you know, have a chance to fold the tent but not going to do it and, and continue to battle. Uh, you know, um, got the guys. The guys are competing really hard. They want to win really bad. And uh, you know, there's there's things that we all can do to get better. And I can I can I'm I'm definitely right with it right there with them. Mitch Thompson following yesterday's one run loss by the Bears to the Texas Longhorns. Next up on the road at Sam Houston State on Tuesday. Baylor men's tennis splits a pair of matches on the road in Oklahoma, dropping a match on Friday to OU, then winning 4-1 on Sunday at Oklahoma State. And women's tennis closes the regular season with a 6-1 loss in Austin to Texas. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Reverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, you guys, this is Summer with Lake Air Pool Supply in Waco, Texas, and I am your hot water enthusiast here to give you some great news. Lake Air Pool Supply has been in business for over 60 years. We are experts in our field, and we're here to pass that expertise on to you. Lake Air Pool Supply gives you the best service, over 100 years of knowledge, and will customize your backyard oasis to meet your desires with our huge selection of hot tubs and swim spas lake air pool supply in waco on franklin we make every day a great day a bank in any town usa treats everyone like well anyone at central national bank we provide central texans with a different kind of banking we believe in people over processes listening over telling and helping our customers over helping ourselves come to central national bank and experience the difference bank different bank central Central National Bank, member FDIC. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We've got the dismount coming up here in a little while. Great to have uh, Mitch Thompson on. And I like Aaron. I liked his uh, talking about Big Rig, the man they call Big Rig, Will Rigney. And Charlie Rigney's dad played at Baylor in uh, Banker there in town. Great guy, friend of mine for a while now. Um, but the, I didn't, you know, I didn't know what will, you know, coming out, it's all, it's never easy to be like the hometown hero kind of guy coming from Midway and, and you got to go play, you know, you got to work your way up and, and to become kind of the face of that rotation. Now, again, uh, obviously Helton and Marriott, I mean, they can both throw it, but Rigney has emerged as the most consistent starter that they have. And Aaron, what was uh, Mitch just telling us? Like, it just changes the temperature in the clubhouse, and I, I like that. I like that. Just kind of the his very the competitive fire 
changes all that. So I'm, I'm anxious. To, we'll get that out there. Aaron always is great about getting those things out there quickly on social media. And um, we'll share that via Twitter, of course. Mitch Thompson, the new uh, Baylor baseball coach. And Aaron, I, I, I didn't want to rub it in, you know, that they obviously – he doesn't want to be – I know he doesn't want to be 13 and 23. And you can imagine going from a team at MCC where they, they have seasons where they end up like – what, Aaron, something crazy like 35 and 6, 40 and, you know, I mean, they, they're, they're you know, it's a, it's a complete opposite. And then what he was used to back in the Baylor days before he went to MCC, I mean, he's, he's used to winning a ton of games. And, but yet these guys are battling. And, I mean, there were times earlier this year they, they had, Aaron, was that a road trip they took to Duke? I, I thought they might not return. I mean, that was scary, but, and, and, and that and I every game was just like they just got sort of blown off the the you know the field, and I thought, man, are these guys going to recover? And and not only have they recovered, but they're they're winning series. Okay, won a series against OU, uh, battled like crazy against who was that? Aaron Oklahoma State when they were out there really should have won that first game against Oklahoma State. Could have won this uh, series against uh, Texas. Had a lead. Had a 5-3 lead in the seventh inning, sixth or seventh inning. Couldn't bring that one home. But, I mean, I'm loving some of these players. Posey, Polk, Branch, Simmons, Tremaine, Cam uh, Kaylee and, and, and Harrison Kaylee. Cam, the other day, Aaron, they're, they're in a game. Was it Friday night? Cam uh, and our our man, uh, our our I got some I got some my my Baylor Bear insiders. I don't think he would mind me saying it. Um, my man Tyler Wimpy from the the uh, the great Baylor Wimpy family, uh, and Bo played at Baylor. Tyler's always feeding me information and telling me about stuff. He's a great Baylor fan, and then he man on the side he's like scoring games at all these big games in the metroplex like out for the frisco rough riders he'll go be the official scorer for that so he's a great baseball fan and the wimpy family they love baylor baseball and even though bo i mean bo was a big time recruit and he's kind of moved on and he still supports the bears like crazy even though he's not playing for them so love uh, the wimpy family so aaron if you're ever like how's mosley how did, I'll give you the secret. Uh, Tyler's uh, wimpy is uh, it really does keep me uh, abreast of some of these behind the scene type things. But I do love some of these players that I'm getting to know and watching some of these players. Um, Toplansky, the transfer from TCU, he's just he's getting better and better uh, by the game. He loves to be up there in those situations. Wasn't getting much playing time with the Frogs. So the Frogs got Baylor, one of Baylor's best players that plays play shortstop or second for them now, Aaron. Uh, anyway, they got a really good player. Was that Trey? Did they get Trey Richardson? Uh, he ended up, you know, so the Bears had a really good player go to TCU, but it's like a trade. I mean, Hunter Toplansky has ended up becoming a great player on this team. Kobe Branch from Lovejoy, um, and then, uh, I mean, just a really, Sassoli's a kid I like a lot on the team. I'm just trying to think of some of the, like the one, two, three hitters for the team. But they're getting better and better, and I'm really enjoying uh, watching and talking about the team. And, again, Stasio and Oliver at the at the back end of the pitching. You know, they're going to have to kind of start developing more pitching depth. 
I mean, they're having trouble right now sometimes getting through the fifth and sixth innings when they got to go to that bullpen. You know, some college teams are so stacked at pitching that those high leverage situations in the middle of the games, much like the major leagues, they'll put like a big-time pitcher out there to kind of help them through. And, again, that could be Cam Cayley. I mean, he, he, I mean, when they he allowed them to have a chance at the comeback the other night um, because he goes in and pitches three scoreless innings. They're already down like 6 nothing, and he preserves the, the, the opportunity. Now, again, when he went out, they scored a few more runs, but the Bears started that huge comeback when they were down like, was it 9-3? to three? I mean, it was it was a great comeback, and that was on Friday night. They win on Saturday night, so it's a team that will battle you like crazy. And uh, and then they won on that uh, on the walk off uh, <laughs> the walk off hit. But it, it, of course, it, it at first the guy was called uh, out at home, and so they had to go review that. But uh, really, really exciting stuff at the Baylor ballpark, and uh, you'll want to enjoy that. And um, man. Uh, I know there's some Hellberg barbecue opportunities. One of our great sponsors, you know, Philip and Yvette Hellberg. They've been uh, been seeing things about them right in the middle of things out there. So extremely exciting times for uh, for Baylor baseball. Now, Aaron, it's been a rough day in some respects. Now I'm going to let you, Aaron, grab that uh, the Baylor women's news because that's good news. And that's exciting news. And I've been reading about that Kentucky player. The Bears are going to have to say goodbye to Adam Flagler. He is going to turn, uh, go pro. I don't think we can act shocked. I mean, we kind of thought that's the direction it would go. I never heard any coaches or anybody, like, truly holding out huge hope. Now, when you started seeing L.J. Cryer and then Del Bonner went in the portal, you did, it, it kind of made you think, well, what could we do? Could we, could we get him some NIL money? Could we pay him a bunch of money to stay? And would, would I love to pay Adam Flagler a bunch of money? Yeah, yeah, pay him a lot. And I tell you what, if he tried, I mean, these guys get offers on the, on. it's basically like free agency now. It's hard. These are hard conversations to have right out there in NIL right now. Baylor still has a better basketball argument than almost anybody in the country in putting guys in the NBA. But now they can't compete with the University of Texas in NIL. And you say, well, why not? Well, I mean, they're just on down the road, man. I mean, it's a freaking state school with how many million, I mean, hundreds of thousands of alums. I mean, their NIL is going to bowl over everybody. The budget can't compete with that. Now, you can you can bring people in and go, hey, come here, and we're going to develop you, and we're going to get you ready for the NBA, and just check our record. I mean, we're putting guys in the lottery on an annual basis. We're developing guys. And even guys that aren't drafted end up having tremendous careers. I mean, Quincy AC, I think back, he just got a job at Wichita State, by the way. Um, I think that Wainwright kind of bounced around a little bit. He's now in the league. He's with Phoenix, and he's playing mean, meaningful me- minutes with the uh, Suns. Players like Epe Udo, who was a, a lottery pick, went off. Uh, played some overseas, came back. I mean, uh, Baylor players, whether it's immediately or after a couple of years, a lot of them end up in the NBA. And so I I do think the Bears, from a recruiting standpoint, have a great argument to make. Now, Del Bonner has ended up at Ohio State. Now, Aaron, it's always interesting, isn't it, 
when a guy who is averaging like five points a game ends up at a big front line Big Ten school. Now, that coach, I do like the coach at Ohio State, good coach. They had a really down year this season. Bonner is a glue guy. I do not think he's somebody you bring in and go, hey, Del Bonner, we see him being 15 points a game. Could he score eight, nine points a game and, and be a great guy off the bench and be a rotational player? You bet. You bet. I mean, I, we thought he was going to be that guy at Baylor, and it just, for whatever reason, wasn't working out this season. And then when called upon, he came in there and played his tail off. So, Aaron, I'm I'm every bit, you know, I, I was down about Cryer just because he's such a scoring talent. He's such a great shooter. But part of me is is nearly is down about Bonner because of his tremendous character. And and he's such a glue guy type type person. Now, Scott and Coach Jacobs and A B, I saw A B the other night at Scott's induction, they're gonna find some people. I mean, I, I do not think this is a time to panic. I mean I really don't. They're gonna figure something out. And whether it's in the portal, whatever they do, they got two big time players coming in. Um for this 2023 class, Miro Little and, of course, Jacoby Walter, and we'll keep an eye on that. Aaron, I thought you would like that since we're talking about uh, some of these college basketball players. Pinkston junior guard, and, and this guy's an unbelievable talent, and, and we were getting ready to think that he was going to make his announcement. He Every college in the country wanted this guy, and and he was going to be like a 2024 guard. Okay, he's a junior guard. His name is Dink, D-I-N-K, Pate, P-A-T-E. The news comes out today that he will forego his college eligibility and turn pro and make history in the process. A four-star recruit in the class of 2024 signed a two-year deal with the G League Ignite. The team announced Monday. Aaron, can you imagine that being a being a junior in college in, or in high school, and you just say, "You know what? I think I'm, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with high school, and I'm going to go a, t- do a two year deal with the G League Ignite." Now, how much money will he make? I don't know. Don't know the answer. Um, he'll turn. He turned seventeen in March. Aaron, kid just turned seventeen. hadn't been driving for that long will become the youngest known American professional basketball player ever. Um, they can't draft, you know, he can't declare for the NBA draft until he's 19 years old in the calendar year of that draft. So he cannot declare for the draft until 2025 at the earliest. I can't. I mean, this is really interesting. He is the number 21 player in the national class of 2024, and the second-ranked player in Texas. He returned to Pinkston as a junior and averaged 20 points um, per game. He was named District 13-4A MVP in 2022. Aaron, he's a 6-7 guard, um, and he had offers from Kansas, Arkansas, Texas, and others. Aaron, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to start something. I mean, I, I don't know what this uh, – the, the – the you know, Jalen uh, – Jaden Hardy, the uh, Mavericks guard, was from the uh, G League. Jalen Green came out of it. He was a number two pick in the NBA draft. Scoot Henderson is the projected second overall pick in the 2023 NBA draft. And Aaron Henderson – 
who who played two seasons for the Ignite. Um, wait, Green, who played one season with the G League Ignite, reportedly earned five hundred thousand dollars. Man, I hate to see these guys though, Aaron. I mean, seventeen years old, and you show up, and you're going to all these road games. I don't know what amount of money would be worth it. I mean, maybe for your family and everything, if you could go make two or three hundred thousand dollars, you got to do it. I hate, you know, I, you, he could have gone to a prep school. He could have played with his teammates his senior year, and now he will be with the uh, with this group. All right, Aaron. Uh, real quick, do we need to go to the dismount, or do you do we have time for you to give the uh, the Baylor women's news here? We have time to do it. Real quick. Your call. Okay, good. Yeah, Aaron, fill us in because when we had this news earlier, all oh, the Jim Turner Chevrolet, uh, man, that was great. That was a great. That was some. Uh, tr- that was a really good addition, Aaron. Earlier today, Jim Turner Chevrolet, of course, our campus confidential. Aaron, tell us uh, what the Baylor women, uh, the big news with the Baylor women today, Baylor women's basketball. Yeah, they they had two more transfers signed today, uh, Yaya Felder a guard from Ohio University who led the MAC in scoring at 22 points a game. The 5'8 guard uh, signed with the Baylor women today. They also added um, the guard from Kentucky. And, uh, Jada. Jade, yes. Uh, yeah. Just talk about Jada Walker, sorry. Yeah. yeah. J- yeah. Jada yeah. Walker from Kentucky who averaged – Almost 13 points a game, and late in the season, I believe from the uh, uh, start of the conference tournament, she averaged over 15 points per game uh, as a freshman last year for Kentucky. So Jada Walker and Yaya Felder both signed with the Baylor women today, and uh, that was after they had uh, the post from Fairfield signed on Friday. Yeah. Okay, and that Belmont player. Belmont, sorry, not Fairfield, Belmont. Yeah, and uh, uh, post player there that put up some great numbers, big time. Uh, I can't remember the exact height, 6'3", 6'4", big time uh, post player. I, this team's going to get bigger, and and they're going to have more depth. And then, Aaron, I guess every year we need to start watching Kentucky women's basketball just to see who the, what the future of, of Baylor women's basketball looks like, right? <laughs> I mean, I was wondering I, uh, where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so Dre Edwards, we've been waiting to see her. We finally get to see her play. And then Jada Walker. And, uh, I mean, Kentucky, say what you will. Now, for whatever reason, Coach Elsie doesn't keep these players, but she sure brings in some extremely talented players. And so I'm uh, – and they always – I don't know what it is. They, She does great in, like, the SEC tournament. I mean, Kentucky can struggle all year, and then they'll get in that SEC tournament, and they'll beat up on some people. So I think Coach Elsie is a pretty good coach. I just don't, for whatever reason, they can't keep talent. I guess the NIL money all goes to the uh, men's team because they've kept Tashibwe around there forever, who's one of the great players in the country. I think Tashibwe will finally be out of eligibility. You never know. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And we will uh, say goodnight next in the dismount.
Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Your springtime experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event. This month at Allen Samuels in Waco, say big and get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with total values up to $5,500 on both two and three row options. Or if that isn't enough, get a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. Plus, first responders get an extra $500. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams at Allen Samuels in Waco. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, April 21st and Sunday, April 22nd at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. They also have lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and a whole lot more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show April 21st, 9 to 5, and April 22nd, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. Everything we do, we do for you. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a first central credit union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And you hear this music, and sadly, it uh, indicates the end of our program. But I always, we don't want to, we want to give your money's worth. All right. And so we want to close out with some good information. I did see earlier today, Aaron, since we've been so heavy on the uh, portal, that guard Stephen Ashworth has uh, commits to transfer to Creighton. Boy, Creighton's a good team. That's great. I mean, they got to the, what, Elite Eight this year? Big-time team. And really got beat at the last second or would have been in the Final Four. Utah State transfer Stephen Ashworth has committed to Creighton over a list of finalists that includes Gonzaga, BYU, Oklahoma State, and Washington. He recently visited the Blue Jays campus in Omaha. Aaron, that's pretty awesome. I mean, if you think about it, that uh, a, a big-time all-Mountain West guy could 
I mean, that Creighton could go in there and go toe-to-toe with all those people. I mean, Gonzaga's a, I mean, a powerhouse. You know, BYU, the Mormons have some money. Oklahoma State, man, those people in Stillwater. I mean, they got they got CIF, they got cash and fist. And then, of course, Washington, UW. Uh, so anyway, Creighton gets that player. And huge money to Jalen Hurts today. Uh, Eagles, we'll have more on that tomorrow. Everybody have a great night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check. Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, we'll check in in Austin. Steve Sarkeesian and the Texas Longhorns wrapped up spring drills with their spring game on Saturday. We'll hear from him straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Hi, this is John Morris for Green Eye Associates. Let Green Eye Associates, Doctors Leanne Green and Avery Platt help you see Waco clearly. Their experienced team enjoys making your eye exam fun, easy, and accurate, providing trustworthy and honest communication about your eyes and eyewear. Visit them on Lake Air Drive or at GreenEyeAssociates.com to see their services and a wide selection of eyewear made on-site by experts.